There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, hey guys, uh, it's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Well, hello. Happy Good morning and happy Monday. Monday. And, um, I don't know, uh, did something happen last night on the TV? I got you a present, you jerk. <laughs> yes, it was the Oscars. I will tell you, ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Thank you, Tan Mom. You summed it up beautifully. Yeah, she she was not having it last night. Um, I will say, okay, so let's let's do what we do uh so well on the Colleen and Quite Bradley frankly, show. Frankly, I don't give a damn. Me neither, uh, Tan Mom. And let's just do a quick like around the horn gut check. How did we feel about last night's award show? Well, I'm not going to go any further than to just read the text that I sent to the group last night after mm-hmm. you made a comment. Uh, mm-hmm. Hold on a sec. I just want to... I have so many texts. Okay, oh, God, he's so I? popular. So, no, I just literally... It's on uh, the thread that's titled Team Cobra. Is that what that is? Yeah, that's us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it, Oh, because then you had your thing with the thing, and we don't want to get into that because we can't talk about that on the air. Um, <laughs> quote, it's like a wallpaper trade association's annual luncheon. Yeah. So yep. it's not that there was not value, because if you are into wallpaper... You want to go to the Wallpaper Trade Association's annual luncheon. Mm-hmm. If you are into movies, you certainly are interested in what happened last night at the Oscars because that is the ultimate expression of the industry. But that is not to say if you are not, mm, if you're just a casual wallpaper observer, mm-hmm. you might be a little bored. Yeah. Even if your job is to be a wallpaper observer, you might be a little bored. Okay, where to begin? Can I start here? I want to ask a question. I want to say it started off with a bang. The very first shot of Regina King walking in from her um, from her limo into the... It was at what train station? Union? Union Station, Union Station, downtown Los Angeles, California. That was hot. I loved everything about that. I was like, oh, we are off to a good start. This is going to be great. But here's my first question. Why Why did they have to do it at Union Station? Why couldn't they have done that at the Kodak Theater? I think because they knew that, uh, I, like, I don't know anything. But what I do know is this. 
have an opinion. My opinion is that perhaps uh, when you can only have a certain number of people in a space, you should find a more intimate space. Okay. Because if you just had like people spaced, because you can only have like, let's say 100 people. Right. I don't know how many. 100 people in the that giant ass theater. Uh, do you love how I did giant ass theater? <laughs> Theater That's was the bad word. Giant huh, theater. <laughs> there you go. It's a wig. Um, it's a wig. That's gonna look really weird right. if you're like, "Hey guys, how's it going?" Okay, when True somebody fast. yells from the balcony, "Way to go!" Yeah. yeah. Now, and there was even a little bit of that last night, right? Because like every time they would cut to like um, Olivia Coleman and her date, I was like, "She just seems so lonely out there by right. herself." Like they were in this in a theater with no one around them. Yeah. And it did look kind of lonely. Yeah. Um, okay, fine, fine. I'll give you that. And it was beautiful. I oh, mean, the thank set, you. Thank you for giving this, me that. The set was beautiful. It did, it, it had sort of a pomp and circumstance to it. It did feel a little bit more intimate. There was a lot of um, theatricality uh, around how they were managing masks and social distancing. Tell me about what that looks well, like. Well, first of all, <clears throat> I I don't think they were socially distanced. <laughs> like it they were right next to each other, which is fine, whatever. And there was a lot of like patting themselves on the back on how they kept Hollywood going. Again, I'm thankful for it. We needed entertainment. But it was as though like I don't know, they've been operating in a different reality you know what I, than the rest of the world has. so uh, yes to your point i think there was a lot of performance uh or as you called it uh in show prep uh hygiene, hygiene theater, theater um to coin a to someone else's phrase but yes all dr of, michael osterholm thank you thank you very much uh all of that is very true and I, and it, that it seems a little heavy-handed like i just i I, but you know, like I've been wearing masks since before masks were cool. Thank you, Gwyneth. You made them on a t shirt. I mean, we did. It's true. Just ask people around here. We were real masks. We were early adopters. No, but my point is like, I, like, I, I don't need all that. I realize some people need that. So I think, you know, great. That's awesome. But as a, you know, remember I said, if you like wallpaper, you're going to show up to the Wallpaper Trade Association's annual luncheon and you'll find something fascinating or interesting. You'll find your entry point. And one of the things that I um, was intrigued by and wanted to know more about and actually was enlightened by for another reason, but we can get to that in talking about the Oscars telecast last night was um, the peeling back of the curtain of literally. Uh, well, uh, peeling back the curtain of the bubble that Tyler Perry created right. for the industry to move forward during the pandemic, at least his part of the industry, mm-hmm. and showing that like Tyler Town or whatever it was Camp that they Tyler like Tyler Perry, yeah, like whatever that thing was that they built, and also. I know Tyler Perry has done, you know, great things, but like uh, he was amazing. Oh, In yeah. fact, my partner was like, "That was the best speech of the night," and. Um, it wasn't for, you know, a, uh, you know, the more rudimentary, uh, awards, right? right? Like he, he really, it did... wasn't a performance award. Yeah. And yeah. he really nailed it. And, um, I could go on about that. But anyway, my, back to my original point was I appreciated 
you know, thank you for, you know, telling us that you're going to put your masks back on during a commercial break. Like that was that to me was for people who are like wagging their fingers, like so that they don't get the like people on Twitter like you're not wearing masks. Right. And they're like, don't worry, we're wearing masks. Okay, fine. But I also I'm didn't buy it for interested. one second, but fine. Well, yeah, exactly. And I don't care. I mean, honestly, do we do we care? I didn't no, actually care. These are professionals who've been doing some really other amazing things that I would like to actually learn about. And so, you know, in that vein, I was really grateful to see like, ooh, look at this little piece of the industry and how it maintained, you know, it's working during like one of the most difficult times of year. So that that I found to be. Um, intriguing. It was that was intriguing, and I, it, you know, we, going back to sorry, words are hard. It's Monday. Um, going back to that Tyler Perry uh, package that they showed, I did appreciate that as well for the same reasons you did, Bradley. That the peeling back of the curtain. You know, we heard about some of the philanthropic things that he was doing doing during those dark days of the pandemic. But I don't think I had a true appreciation, uh, and it was nice to see it kind of all in one place, right? To see how he he really was instrumental in keeping Hollywood going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it is such a frivolous thing, entertainment, and also it was a thing that kept us connected. And so on the one hand, I got a little eye-rolly at the self-congratulations of Hollywood in that moment. Yeah. That's that that happens whether there's a it, yeah, pandemic exactly. or not. Exactly. There um, was a lot of uh, patting their own star-studded backs. But I and so like I I appreciate that um in if you're going to do that at least educate me about something that I didn't know like for example the I for lack of actually knowing the term and I apologize like the old Hollywood home where all the oldsters go to you know retire like right? that that uh award uh was given Again, and I apologize for not knowing the actual name, but essentially the organization that was set up to care for um, aging uh, workers in Hollywood. It was that bit that Brian Cranston did, mm-hmm. for those who are wondering. Yeah, um, that was a, another peeling back of the curtain that I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't, I mean, I know that there are aid societies or charitable organizations that are helping, um, you know, those folks. But like, I didn't think about, oh yeah, those people were all like all the other old folks in their bubbles, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, isolated for a very good chunk of last year and to know, you know, they're on the other side of this. There were some of those moments where you, some touch points where I was like, you know, you recognize the humanity of what we're all going through, even though it is also one of the most head up your behind navel gazing experiences as Hollywood always is. Right. Right. So I guess I'm saying, like, I'm surprised that I'm not more surprised. Right. Or I'm not surprised that that I'm not not more surprised. surprised. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk a little bit in the second hour about the telecast itself. Um, But suffice to say, I did fall asleep right around the time Glenn Close did debut. Debut. Okay. She did not. She did. She bring that. What do you mean? Or was that a rehearsed oh, experience? I, my, oh, my feeling on that was that that was rehearsed. I, that was a bit. I yeah. assumed, but then I was like, you that's assumed. a ballsy bit to pull off. I, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry, I asked. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it was. It, it And it was cute and funny. But at the time, too, I just was like, okay, now we've literally jumped the shark. My new jump the shark is Glenn Close doing the butt. I was like, this now, that is yeah. my exit cue. Yeah. I, I laughed out loud and I was like, what planet am I on? I will figure out tomorrow who won what. I, I That was it for me. That was the straw that broke Glenn Close's butt. I mean, I just oh, was gone after poor, that. Poor Glenn Close. Again, we will talk a little bit more about the telecast itself in the next hour, and we'll talk to Paul McGuire Grimes later in the show about the actual awards. You will get your fill of Oscar chat, but we have also got a bunch of other stuff to bring to you today on the Colleen and Bradley show. But when we come back, we're going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood from Elizabeth Reese on My Talk 1071. He's a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here, and she's brought with her so much dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, you guys. Hello. On the Monday after the Oscars. Mm. Oscar Monday. Oscar Monday. So everybody can look back and think about the winners and the losers and all the fun stuff that happened. Um, Nobody's it, a loser at the Oscars. You can never please everybody the at the Oscars either. I mean, that's true. It's kind of one of those thankless deals where. It's sort of like the Super Bowl. It's just these things that have gotten so big and so iconic that the idea that you're going to wake up the next morning and everyone is going to be like, that was so fun and amazing. It's impossible. It's just never going to happen. Because you'd be like, that was fun. And somebody's like, actually, this was terrible. Historically, this is the worst. I know. I know. And even I mean, it, it just doesn't matter what they do. They can never do enough. Wonder if they could do just like um like a nude song and dance routine for three hours. And then maybe that would That sounds like fun. That that would make it work. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they um, should try fireworks. Maybe. Pyrotechnics. No, no Bandland won Best Picture in case you missed it. Oh, have you seen that? No, Elizabeth? I haven't, but I'm just it's, guys, it's I'm waiting for the right moment to do it. What mood do I need to be in? You need to be. You need to be right. It's it's um, definitely slow and calm. Oh, there's not like an action moment. That's how I feel there's all the time right yeah, now. Yeah, right. There's a there's sort of a a sadness to it, but also a beauty to it. Um, it just yeah. I mean, don't you're not. It's not going to cheer you up. Let's just put it that way. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, but it it'll make you. It'll get you thinking. It'll make you feel. Um, acquainted with a type of life that you are not acquainted with. It'll also make That's why you, we go to the movies, guys. Right? When you drive by um, a stretch of land with um, some RVs on it, mm-hmm. your partner will yell out Nomadland <laughs> because that <laughs> happened many times this year. Oh, I love it. It is streaming on Hulu, so you can watch it. Um, lots of people speculating about Paris Jackson and Cara Delevingne leaving the Oscars 2021 after party together. Uh, interesting. Mm. What's happening there? Right? I, I, I need to dig into that after party situation i was so focused i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's on the, the It's been kind of party. hard to find stuff. I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. The after, it seems strange, these parties. 
Well, yeah, and Colleen, did you ever go to Elton John's party? I, I chose on not TikTok? to. That I was the one that you had to pay $20 for, yeah. right? I decided it wasn't worth my $20. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. It was going to a good cause, but yes, that's still I, understandable. You know, I would, I would, I would be happier to just mail my money in. Okay. Uh, without Colleen having still to does sit checks. through. I mean, you know, or probably. just Venmo it or whatever. <laughs> Cash app. I don't know. Um, did you guys know that the... Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake Super Bowl incident is going to get the framing Britney Spears treatment. I cannot wait for this. What do you think? I know. I mean, I'm ready to delve into this. Well, I think so, too, just because it's going to be such a record, um, uh, like record straightening experience. I don't know the right term for that. It's Monday. It's Mm going to set the record straight. Yeah. It's going to be a record straightener. So it's it's going to give us perspective (laughs) that's not coming out of tabloid town. Mm hmm. And perspective that we just didn't have at the time. Now, I think we have had a better perspective on this incident than maybe we did the media treatment and the public treatment of Britney Spears, right? Because for that, we were kind of like, whoa, we were real bad and jerks. But at the time, I mean, people were outraged, including many people on this radio station, Lori Bargini, I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. were outraged from the second it happened that Janet Jackson seemed to take the brunt of this and Justin Timberlake seemed to just sidestep right out of it and then not um, not face any sort of consequence at all. Yeah. Even and though I, it's shocking that it should have been a big consequence. I mean, honest to God, people. I also feel it's like a boob. that was all reignited after, obviously, the uh, the Britney Spears, like oddly adjacent to the Britney Spears documentary well, that we well, went down. There's this, a common like, denominator there. Yeah, Justin, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's, you know, the, the timing of this is appropriate. It'll be great to mm-hmm. see. I don't know when it's coming out. Let me see. Hold on a second. I do think it's funny that every time... Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears are mentioned in any sort of article together. It is the photo of them wearing matching denim, matching denim I, on denim on like, denim. Was that not the world's most interesting fashion choice? Can you even? Because, it, yes. And then we have to relive it every single time we see a picture of the two of them together. Yes. Oh, yeah. Make it stop. Oh, with his hat? Oh, oh I can't nope. even. I can't oh. even. That was a look. <laughs> uh, that didn't catch on. <laughs> um, I don't know when it's going to come out. That's but okay. We'll wait. Patiently. We'll keep our ears peeled. Mm-hmm. Princess Diana's wedding dress, speaking of iconic outfits, is going to be on display in Kensington Palace from June 3rd until January 2nd. Hmm. So if you're heading across the pond and you want to get a look-see at it, you can. Remember, it was mountains upon mountains upon mountains of fabric. Wasn't that yeah, here? The, 25 feet of glittering was. sequins. Was that of part of the Diana yeah, exhibit at Mall of America? I, I don't know was. if that gown was, but I know that her gowns were here. And I feel like there was, well, <laughs> there was only one wedding dress. Yeah. So I can't remember. And I went to that. I believe it was there because I remember seeing pictures of it. You guys, that? Well, no. Well, okay. That, it says it's the first, gown's first public display oh. at Kensington Palace since 1995. See, right. that's why I got confused too. Um, I do find, listen, I that was uh, somebody messed up with that dress 25 feet of it, glittering sequins the longest train in royal history there is no way she could function she couldn't even fit in a bathroom no. stall and do you guys remember how it got so wrinkled when she got out of the car oh. the fabric of the dress it just was somebody didn't do their homework it was i mean it was beautiful at the time and it was certainly impressive and that train went on for days yeah but the but the wrinkles it, it, I, I mean, it was an 80s thing, thing. i yeah. think the royal family was in there making wrinkles 
That's true. Yeah. No. <laughs> they still are. <laughs> That's very true. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly went on a romantic date night at a UFC fight. Um, oh I can't think of anything worse than going to a UFC fight. I'm just going to say it. There is not a single event that sounds worse to me than that. Yeah, because it's not even like or it's, romantic. Really. It's not even like pro wrestling where you know oh, you get all the theater. Brutal. Yeah. When I walk into a bar, when I used to walk into a bar, yeah, back in the bar thank days, thank you. Like, um, like Carbonis in Lakeville. Shout out to Sea Bones in the Lakeville. They sometimes have the UFC fights on, and I have walked in there and seen. Wow, there's a lot. It's just so happening. aggressive. It's so aggressive. And people <laughs> yeah. have such big TV screens. I'm sure that UFC uh, fans are out there like, oh, God. I know. Calm down. And you can still say, because UFC fans will tell you that UFC fighters are the greatest athletes in the world, that they are just incredible athletes. That is fine and fair. I will take that. Okay. That being said, I do not want to watch it. Listen, there's a lot of very amazing athletes who do a sport that I don't feel like watching. And this one, though, I could, I can't even watch. Mm-mm. It's not even a matter of do I want to watch it. I no, would physically have to turn away. Yeah, it's 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 brutal. It's brutal. It's I mean, brutal. Megan Fox is just I don't know. But she's you know I think she's in a moment. She's and, in a real and moment. Just, like, letting seems, her. I don't know. Do she that. seems very like teenage right yes, now. Yes, that's what it feels like. It's and I Which I'm not going to do the not, mom judging. Thing, I will. Kind of doing it in children. my brain. I know. Well, I don't even you know with the children, but like the age, like you know, don't you get to the point where you're just like, can we stay home tonight and watch Netflix? <laughs> that's her boyfriend's so 31. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There yeah, you go, you guys. Ugh, yikes. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Reese, I would love to sit and talk more about Machine Gun Kelly. And I got to go, but you got to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for hanging Thanks, with us, Elizabeth. <laughs> when we come back, we've got pop culture mysteries to solve in the form of blind items. After this, on my talk 107.1. We have some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, we uh, solve those mysteries in the form of blind items, which Holly has selected for us and brought for our review. Uh, in this segment, we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Now, naturally, because it is Oscar Monday, some of these blind items are coming to us courtesy of last night's Academy Awards. Ooh. Ooh. I wonder if there's a, they're as exciting as the telecast itself. Mm. Hopefully more exciting. Womp, womp. I think they'll be a little more exciting. Yay! Just a little bit, okay. at least. Right. And then we have some non-Oscar blind items Let's as well. Okay, so here's one. From last night's Oscars, Colleen and Bradley, this foreign-born A slash A minus list, mostly movie actress who is an Oscar winner slash nominee, held court last night at a party and said if she had been cast in the role that went to a different foreign-born, mostly movie actress, the former would have won and not just been nominated. Mm. She implied the latter actress was not pretty enough to sell the role. Well, the first name that comes to mind is not the subject of our... Oh, but maybe in reverse, because I thought Olivia Coleman, but I don't feel like uh, Olivia Coleman would do that. Was it about Olivia Coleman? No, it was not about oh. Olivia Coleman. Okay, no. so I'm going to sit back down. Bye. <laughs> no, stay, no stay, stay with me. Stay. 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 I need you here. So two people we got to think about. So let's think about... Oh, Amanda Seyfried? No. She's born from in the good old US of A. But you've got the right idea. 
So there was a woman who was nominated for an Oscar last night. Okay. 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 But the first woman said that if she had gotten that role, she would have won that Oscar because she was more beautiful than the one nominated. Is the one who was nominated foreign-born? No, it's the person who said it that was foreign-born. Or are they, they both, both foreign-born? They both okay. are foreign-born. Neither okay. born in the United States. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. That does not uh, get me where I need to be. So, let's start with the foreign-born biatch. Okay, great. <laughs> the one that was trying to throw the other one under the bus. Got it. Okay. Now, I'll give you a hint. That this woman... In reviews for this movie, there were some people who implied that this woman should have been cast instead. And then that caused controversy because then that review was implying oh. that the woman nominated was, was not, not pretty enough pretty enough to carry the role. Oof. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Ugh. I know. I know. I know. I know. Well, okay. think about who was nominated last night. Yeah, that's where I'm struggling first. Was this so... a best actress situation? Yes. Okay. Was uh was it uh, the woman from Borat? Oh, uh, Anna Pavlova, Marinka. No, um, Maria. Arkate. Maria. I'm just gonna stop you because okay. it's not her. Oh, Anna Bakalova. What's yeah, her name? Maria. Maria Bakalova. Yeah. Um. Okay. 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 Probably okay, 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 mispronounced okay. her name. Now, okay. interestingly enough, it's kind of super shade because this woman was a producer on this movie. Oh, Oh, uh, producer. Okay, it's on the tip of my tongue. Produced the movie, Mm. was in the movie. Mm -hmm. She was not in the movie. So so the beautiful one produced the movie, but she didn't star in it. Okay, which is so ridiculous, right? Because then she should have been able to just get herself a... Oh, because I remember having a conversation. Yes. And the producer person is... Hold on. It's coming to me. No, it's not. Carrie, Karina. Now, Bradley, you have (laughs) mentioned that this woman is quite beautiful in the past. I think you have admired her. Is she from South Africa? No. (laughs) She's from Australia. Oh. Oh, yeah. Is it Carrie Mulligan? No. Well, yes, but she's the one who is not pretty. Oh, I just said that. In the blind item. In the blind item. Yes, that's what we're referring to. So, yes. Her name is. She has been nominated for an Oscar in the past. Uh, She's noted. She's a blonde. She's a blonde. Mm -hmm. And her name is. Sally Tara Eric Lipinski. Oh boy. Just give it to us. It's Margot Robbie. Oh, oh Margot uh, Robbie. Forget about her. Yes, Queen. Now But apparently Biachi Queen. Mm. Now hopefully it's not her because she was a producer on this movie. Yeah, that's rude. That would so, be a little odd. That's a little odd, but we're going with it. That Margot Robbie perhaps. Uh, held court last night. Now, we could believe this because she was at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, she said that if she had been cast in the role that Carrie Mulligan had in Promising Young Woman, not only would she have been nominated for an Oscar, but she would have won, implying perhaps that Carrie Mulligan was not pretty enough to sell the role. Oof. Yikes. Mm. Which That's is, a little shady. Which is shady, 
Because it's like, like honey, you're even a if producer you think on the movie. that, maybe, like, why are you spilling that? Yeah. Right? And maybe have inside thoughts on that. Yeah. yeah. We don't and put those outside. No. Yeah. And just maybe just not. In general, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just in general. And in closing, no. No. Mm-hmm. Um, you want another one? I do want to just say really quickly, Amanda Seyfried, Fred. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you pronounce her last name correctly. Um, Amanda, we go way back. She was one of the best dressed people. Her dress was a showstopper. Her just everything. Makeup, hair. Yeah, it was a whole, yeah, like the deep, the deep V. Are you talking about her her bosom area? Her bosom canyon? Mm -hmm. Whoa. (laughs) Bosom canyon. That's like you would want to get a mule team and climb down that experience. I'm just saying like. (laughs) Wow. I bet that <laughs> I don't mean that's in a, a come on if I've way. ever heard of <laughs> I'd like to take a mule team into your canyon. No thanks. I was just I marveled at just Keep how your mules they were hovering to find gravity. Oh yeah. Right. There was some there was some engineering happening. Yeah, there was some of that tape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we're ready, Holly. Okay. <laughs> Another celebrity gossip mystery, Oscar style. We'll take a mule team into this canyon. <sighs> With no designer offering her a dress she liked for free. Oh. This A-list mostly movie actress was surprised by this A-list mostly movie actor who has produced several of her movies, who paid for everything for oh. the actress last night. Wow. Oh, that was sweet. Yeah, no kidding. A minus list, mostly movie actress. Was she a nominee? Uh, no. Can I ask? Uh, is this like one of those things where like it was rude because you know the fashion designers were like we don't want to do anything for her. You know, I don't think so. And I actually found this. You know, people were putting together the pieces of the puzzle in the comment section because this person has been very prominent during award season and has had many fantastic looks. Oh, but. I mean, maybe nothing was like striking a chord for the Oscars. Did this person present? Yes. Okay. And the only reason I think that this might be the case is because in the description of this person's outfit, it says custom, which screams to me extremely expensive. Right. Oh, gosh. Give me a hint on the gown. Can you do that? Yes. Uh, It had sequins. It had oh, shoulders. Were they, was it all sequins and orange-ish? No. Oh, okay. Um, but this one had big shoulders. Oh, was it? Um, and it was custom, which screams again. What, this, did, did it look like dragonfly? I suppose so. One could say that. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I'm going to need you on this one because I don't know where you're going. You will in just a second. It it was a lovely shade of blue. Yes. Mm -hmm. The host, well, she kicked things off. Yeah. Oh, Regina King. Regina King. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, that's weird because I would not call her A minus. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Fine. But NT Lawyer is saying none of the designer dresses on offer were to her liking. But what's interesting about that, go on, finish. Okay. So that Brad Pitt. Paid for everything for Regina King last night because he has produced some of her movies and they have a nice relationship. And so it was like, okay, well, we'll hook you up with some custom Louis Vuitton. Okay, well, that's amazing. And also, I cannot believe she was the first thing we all saw in that spectacular, amazing shot. Yeah. 
it is it I cannot believe nobody was ready to dress her for that. Yeah. Well, it seems like there people were ready to dress her. She just didn't like what was on offer. She didn't like what was on offer. And so I, yikes. And I will say, so I don't have their I was just quickly looking to see if I could find who there was a team that helped her with this dress that was on the red carpet beforehand because we watched the red carpet and they discussed how this dress got pulled together and they alluded to the fact that Regina King is very particular about the like sort of like they were like she was all business she knew exactly what she wanted Mm. she had thought these like like thought about things that they hadn't thought they were like they brought the style and you know the fashion and like worked on coordinating this gown in other ways that apparently she was like super focused on the business of it so apparently she has an exacting um, which makes total well, sense as a director like you would expect that she's going to have some opinions uh, well and it works i oh, mean for sure like oh, it yeah. paid off she yeah. looked stunning got another one in there holly no because we don't have time oh fine okay, uh, bye. she is uh all right when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we do have to make a stop at publationship corner this time we're going to meet up with a publationship that's kind of turning zombie uh we call them j-rod and they won't leave us alone we'll talk about them after this on my talk 1071 Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Well, hello and good afternoon. And uh, we're going to go on a little journey. We're going to tiptoe over to Publationship Corner. Through the tulips. And who do we find at Publationship Corner today? Uh, Meatloaf and uh, Beverly Hillbillies star granny no um jennifer lopez and alex rodriguez otherwise known as j-rod now um don't know if you know this colleen but they were in a publationship and allegedly supposedly their publationship has come to an end mm-hmm. only hold on a minute headline jennifer lopez and alex rodriguez spotted out to dinner after the split me thinks they want us to be talking about this. You think? You think two like superstar celebrities out and about in public might know that people are going to see them and then have things to say? Yeah, because if so, they didn't want to be seen, they would just eat exactly, dinner at home like the rest of us. Exactly. They are clearly milking the end of this relationship mm. and they're doing it brilliantly. And there are many it's so obvious moments throughout mm. this story from page six. Um, and we'll present to you just a few. But anyway, so um, they were apparently together at the Hotel Bel Air in L.A. Now, I also think it's fascinating that they're trying to get headlines in L.A. on Oscars weekend. Right. Because they're not at the Oscars. Right. So good, you know, ding. Yep. Um, apparently, they were at, uh, this was just about a week after they um, broke up. And this, now, Again. here's. <laughs> what? Sorry. No, go the, on. Their second breakup. Yes. The first breakup was a misunderstanding. It was premature. Right. And then a couple weeks later, they did the real breakup, and yeah. then they went out to So now they've again. had two breakups, mm-hmm. are back together, and wait for this little tidbit of information. Guess where they were? At the McDonald's on Van Nuys. Yes. <laughs> no. 
unless the McDonald's on Van Nuys is where they had their first date back in 2017. Because, in fact, they were at the same ritzy restaurant, page six points out, where they went on their first date back in 2017. (sighs) So, like, they know exactly what they're doing. And, of course, you have to remember, these two have two... Okay, Let's just recap for the audience. What is the point of a pub? First of all, what's a publationship? It's, I know this becomes annoying yeah. to the person who listens every day. Well, just play the home game. It's a publationship for the purposes of publicity. And what is one of the the important purposes of a publationship? If you are on the lips of the public because people are talking about your relationship, it means that you are top of mind for certain jobs, etc. So, like, maybe you're trying to get attention for things that you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, remember, uh, Jennifer Lopez was filming a movie. Oh, look, it just wrapped. Oh. Shotgun Wedding just wrapped. Quote, unquote, Shotgun Wedding. Mm. So, sh- so she's so back from the story- Dominican Republic. Yep, mm-hmm. that's where it was uh, filming. Mm-hmm. So this story, again, mm-hmm. talking about their relationship. Yep. So this publicity piece, this tabloid story, gives them an opportunity to talk about her next movie, yeah. Shotgun Wedding, mm-hmm. which just wrapped up filming in Dominican Republic, meaning we're not going to be able to talk about that for a while until you know uh, we ramp up publicity for it, right? Yeah, and that's when we'll see... Uh, the relation, the publicationship reemerge. Oh, yes, exactly. Just wait, um, Mr. Rodriguez, mm-hmm. of course, is in the midst of buying the Timberwolves. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So these two are primed and have plenty of reasons to be calling eyeballs mm-hmm. to whatever situation they have together. Um, apparently, uh, well, let's see. There was a little piece in here that I thought was telling. Uh, they're still close. Um, they seemed close at their amicable breakup, or still close at the amicable breakup, meaning they're friends and they're still close. Right. But mm-hmm. they were broken up, not really, yes, really, but totally friends mm-hmm. and business partners. Mm-hmm. So what are we to make of this? I mean... It's so obvious, but again, because it's sometimes so obvious, it seems like we're stupid for pointing these things out. But, like, what is going on here? Well, I mean, we've already said. Well, you know what I think is interesting about this is that we've already had one false breakup between the two of them, right? Mm -hmm. And then we had the real deal. Yep. And we're still talking about it, mostly because, listen, if you break up, as a Hollywood couple, yep. you want to ride that breakup as long as you can too, right? Because it keep if you a breakup of a publicationship, because it keeps you on people's lips. Do you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of when Chloe Kardashian went out with Tristan Thompson to dinner, even though they had already started down the road of breakup. Yeah. Because, well, for them it was about the uh, keeping up with the Kardashian space-time continuum. But also, it kept us talking about them. This is the same kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, you have value. We've we've done this so many times with publicationships over the last year specifically. Uh, it just comes to mind. You know, Julianne Huff and Brooks Lake. Yep. 
Um, yes, they tried. They tried to revive and revitalize. Um, and then it was like they're coming back together. They might come back together. They might come back together. Here's another story. Um, so you know, to quote Quad City DJs, yeah, mm-hmm. come on, ride the train and ride it. <laughs> choo choo, ride it. <laughs> they think they can. They think they can. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we are on this train and it is not going to stop anytime soon. Right. Like, you will continue to see these stories and people go, well, like, they're faking a relationship and I don't get what's going on. It's like, no, just, it, it's nothing more than every time Page Six publishes a story about these two being out to dinner. It's not that they're like, okay, tomorrow we are going to employ this secret plan. Mm-hmm. No, they're just like, they know. It's like, it's like, it's like when you. <laughs> Oh, I, I can't know. wait to see where this is going to go. I'm trying to think of an analogy on the fly, and those never end well. But it's it's like second nature, yes. right? It, it's you just know if you're Jennifer Lopez, like um, he calls you up and he's like, "We have to figure out this thing," and she's like, "Okay, why don't we like go out? Why don't we figure it out in public? Yeah, where and he's the like, cameras? Oh, will that's be. a brilliant idea. Yeah." Yeah, also, and- when Shotgun Wedding comes out, it will be referred to as the movie that was shot in yes! the Dominican Republic when they broke when up. And they took a shotgun yeah. to their relationship. Exactly. We know so many things. Stick God, with us. We when are we come so back, smart. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley <laughs> show, we are going to talk about our thoughts and feelings around the actual Oscars telecast. Come on, ride that train. Mm, and ride it. After this on My Talk 1071. Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit Shipt.com holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot holiday. Searching for the perfect gift idea for that hard-to-buy person on your list? The Allbirds Wool Runner is a natural fit. It's made from ZQ-certified merino wool, a naturally cozy material with low environmental impact. And Allbirds offsets the carbon footprint, making the Wool Runner carbon neutral, so you can take comfort in treading lighter. This holiday season, give tidings of comfort and coziness with the Allbirds Wool Runner. Discover your perfect pair at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com.